On today's episode, the problem with the conventional calories in, calories out mindset. Welcome to the Calorie Conundrum Podcast with Coach Strick. Join us as we expand the weight loss conversation to beyond just calories and dare to ask the question, why does eating less and exercising more sometimes not produce the desired results? Here's Coach Strick to discuss this calorie conundrum. Hello, everyone. This is Coach Strick. And on today's podcast, I'm going to be discussing the problem with the conventional calories in, calories out mindset. The inspiration for this episode was a couple of presentations I watched by the female fat loss expert, Rachel Cosgrove. Rachel and her husband, Alan, are well known as leading experts in the field of fat loss. And the topics discussed today and their understanding of them are part of the reason they have such good success at their gym results fitness in California. And I just wanted to give Rachel credit for bringing this information to my attention. What I would like to talk about today is a study that she used in her presentation that was conducted in 1997 in the International Journal of Obesity and Related Metabolic Disorders and was titled, Long-Term Effects of Very Low-Calorie Diet in Obesity Treatment, a Prospective Randomized Comparison Between Very Low-Calorie Diets and a Hypocaloric Diet Plus Behavior Modification and Their Combination. The results of the study are the very reason why I'm not a fan of promoting the calories in, calories out mindset. When you have the calories in, calories out mindset, you think of your body as just a math problem and that to lose weight, all you have to do is eat less and exercise more. In this study, they put 27 people on a very low calorie diet of only 420 calories a day. Over the course of 8 weeks, the study participants had lost an average of 19.3 pounds. That's nearly two and a half pounds a week. Fantastic! See the calories in, calories out philosophy does work. Hashtag science. But here's the catch. 32% of the weight loss was from lean muscle tissue. So basically for every 13 pounds of fat lost, they also lost 6 pounds of muscle. And if you are a woman, you may be thinking, who cares about muscle? I want to lose weight. And that is all fine and dandy, but... There's one major issue with this situation. Living on 420 calories a day is not sustainable. You may already know what happens next. The weight is regained. Studies have shown that more than 90% of people that go on a diet will gain back the weight and oftentimes ending up weighing more than before they were on the diet. Today, using the information gleaned from this study, I'm going to show you how this might look for an average woman wanting to lose weight. Let's say we have a 30-year-old woman that is 5'4 and weighs 180 pounds. She decides that for whatever reason, she wants to lose weight. Maybe her clothes are getting tight. Maybe she doesn't like how she looks in the mirror. Or maybe she's lacking confidence around her appearance. Since she knows that weight loss is all about calories in, calories out, and she wants to lose the weight as fast as possible, she decides to create an extreme calorie deficit through restricting calories and increasing cardio exercise that is equivalent to that of the study. So at 5'4 and 180 pounds, that puts her body mass index at 30.9. Just to give you an idea of this client's situation, a BMI of 25 and above is considered overweight, and a BMI of 30 and above is considered obese. And according to height weight charts online, a healthy weight for a woman that is 5'4 should be somewhere in the range of 110 to 140 pounds. 
Let's assume this woman has a body fat percentage of 30% and has about 67 pounds of muscle. And just for reference, a good body fat percentage for a woman is around 18 to 24%. Some charts will have the range being lower, some will have it higher, and most will increase with age, but about 18 to 24% is a good general range. So before starting a diet, this woman weighs 180 pounds, has a body fat percentage of 30%, which equates to about 54 pounds of fat, 67 pounds of muscle, and has a basal metabolic rate of 1,026 calories a day. Once again, the basal metabolic rate, or BMR, is the amount of calories needed to maintain your body, not including exercise or activity. This number of 1,026 calories a day was calculated using online BMR calculators that uses the Ketch-McCurdle method for calculating BMR, which uses lean body mass to determine BMR. This formula was developed because it is believed that your metabolism is very closely correlated to the amount of lean body mass you have. So this formula will be used in this example to make my point. So to recap, our client is starting at a weight of 180 pounds and has a body fat percentage of 30%, which is 54 pounds of fat and has 67 pounds of muscle with a BMR of 1,026 calories a day. After eight weeks of extreme calorie deficit, she loses 20 pounds. Great. Now she's at 160 pounds. Her body fat percentage is 25.25%, which is 40.4 pounds of fat and has 60.6 pounds of muscle with a BMR of 964 calories per day. But then the holidays come around and she comes off the diet and before she knows it, she has gained all the weight back. Let's say for the sake of this example, she gains exactly 20 pounds, not more, like most people tend to do. So now after the diet and a weight regain, she is 180 pounds again. Her body fat percentage now is 33.55%, which is 60.4 pounds of fat and has 60.6 pounds of muscle with a BMR of 964 calories per day. Do you see what has just happened? She weighs the same as she did when she started but now she is fatter. This is because she has gained fat, but in this example, didn't gain back any muscle. You can bet she's not happy about this situation, so she decides enough is enough and that it's time to lose weight again. Since the extreme calorie deficit worked before for fast weight loss, she decided to repeat the same plan. And uh, just as a side note, the same exact plan almost never works the same the second time. But for our faithful friend, two more months pass, and what do you know? Success! She loses 20 pounds in 8 weeks again, and has taken her weight back down to 160 pounds. So now her weight is 160 pounds, her body fat percentage is 26%, which is 46.8 pounds of fat, and has 54.2 pounds of muscle with a BMR of 901 calories a day. Fantastic! But this time, it's not the holidays, but some other stress that sends her off track. And before she knows it, she finds herself once again sitting right at 180 pounds. So now, after two diets and two weight regain periods, she is 180 pounds. Her body fat percentage is 37.11%, which comes out to 66.8 pounds of fat and has 54.2 pounds of muscle with a BMR of 901 calories a day. Now, none of her old clothes fit, she really doesn't like how she looks in the mirror, and her confidence is almost non-existent. 
Somehow, by the grace of God, she is able once again to put her head down and stick to this extreme diet. And once again, she is successful at losing 20 pounds in 8 weeks just in time for summer. Our client is now 160 pounds at 29.55% body fat, which is 53.2 pounds of fat and has 47.8 pounds of muscle with a BMR of 838.3 calories a day. Now let me sidetrack for one minute and ask you a question. Is this woman lazy? Many people have the idea in their head that if someone is overweight, then they must be lazy. Does eating 420 calories a day or combining an equivalent calorie deficit from diet restriction and exercise for 8 weeks, done not once, not twice, but 3 times, seem lazy to you? I would say most people could not complete this diet once, let alone 3 times. The problem isn't that this type of person is lazy. The problem is the calories in, calories out mentality. But back to our story. You guessed it. Our client has regained the weight again and is now 180 pounds. Her body fat percentage is 40.66, which equals 73.2 pounds of fat and has 47.8 pounds of muscle with a BMR of 838 calories a day. So let's break this down. Before she went on this extreme diet, she weighed 180 pounds, and now she weighs 180 pounds. She had a body fat percentage of 30% before she started, and now her body fat level is 40.66. She started with 54 pounds of fat, and now has 73.2, and started with 67 pounds of muscle, and now has 47.8. And for the cherry on top, her BMR was 1,026 calories a day, and is now 838 calories a day. She weighs the same, but now she has more fat, less muscle, and a slower metabolism. She is now up the creek without a paddle. I believe it is possible for our female friend to improve her metabolism, lose weight, and maintain a lower weight, but it will be a lot harder now than before she ever dieted. Do you see now why my podcast is called The Calorie Conundrum? Now I know the diet used in this study was extreme and many people do not take their calories as low as they did in the study, but many do. And even if you reduce the deficit by half, the results would be similar if you repeated the diet and weight regain cycle over the course of an extended period of time. There are many things that can affect your metabolism, but as demonstrated by this example, muscle is extremely important. And how do you build muscle? Weight training. Rachel Cosgrove also cited in her presentation a study from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition titled Muscle Hypertrophy with Large-Scale Weight Loss and Resistance. In this study, they show that even in a calorie deficit, you can gain muscle, meaning you can lose weight and gain muscle at the same time. This is one of the reasons you have seen more women lifting weights in recent years. If you want to lose weight and not have to maintain a state of starvation to keep the weight off, you are going to have to maintain as much muscle as possible. So here are a few takeaways from this episode. 1. Using weight loss plans that consist of extreme calorie deficits can work to lose weight, but almost always backfire in the long run. 2. Weight loss does not equal fat loss. As we demonstrated in our example, our client was losing weight but kept getting fatter and fatter. 3. If you want to lose weight and you like to eat food, then you are going to have to keep your metabolism as high as possible 
and this can be done by maintaining or gaining muscle mass. 4. You can gain or maintain muscle using proper strength training programs. And 5. Remember, everyone is different and there are many different variables that affect weight loss and health and discovering the right formula for you may take some research and experimentation. And that's all for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Calorie Conundrum Podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share this podcast if you find it valuable. And let me know your feedback over at calorieconundrum.com. This is Coach Strick saying thanks for listening. And remember, when calories in, calories out doesn't work. That, my friend, is a calorie conundrum. This podcast, including Coach Strick and guests, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects for the use of any information contained herein. Coach Strick and or guests may recommend products or services in which they have a direct or indirect financial interest. To find out more, please visit www.calorieconundrum.com.